find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Hello, BBP Army. Um, BBP, that's Ben Baller Podcast. I actually rather call you guys fucks. You know what I'm saying? Not in a bad way. It's actually like my term of endearment. Like, honestly, I used to call Jonas Dice, but like, you fuck. You know, you fucks. I, mean, I call my cousin that shit. I just, I just, I'd rather call you guys. Anyways, you know what? You guys probably be offended. A uh, bunch of motherfuckers is pussies. But welcome to Behind the Baller. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. And today, I'm going to be going solo on that ass. No guests. We're going to discuss how the 45th president, Donald Trump, has been impeached and how every cunt in the world is saying, oh, but he won't be removed from office. You know, that's all fucking cool and everything, but you know what? He's he's still going to be the president. You know what? Well, okay, great. Guess what? Okay. The division in the Senate is closer than you all think. You know, you all thought this shit would never happen, and it did. Okay, year ago, fucking many, many months ago, he's not going to get fucking impeached and blah, blah, you know, fucking the Vegas odds and this and that, whatever. And it's like, listen, man, I ain't wanting to get into what's going on, what's going to happen, you know, for sure and make these fucking crazy predictions, you know. But when it comes to politics, you know, I, I, I do know a little bit, you know, I know how the government works, you know, I know that much. And even though they're all pieces of shit, let me tell you again. There are no motherfucking guarantees, okay? Especially when it comes to fucking Donald Duck, all right? Fucking Donald Trump, all right? You you want to really bet on this guy? Like, don't be fucking stupid, okay? He has been right, like, ever, all right? And by, like, right, I mean, like, everything that comes out of his mouth has been a lie. And legit, he's got, like, an 8% truth rate. And that 8% would be, like, um, my name is Donald Trump. Well, who the fuck knows that's even true? Okay, and understand this. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I, and you know what? I know it's a problem. You know what the problem is? The problem is that we have too many problems. All right, we're just gonna have to see. You know what happens. All right, if it wasn't such a big deal, okay, him being impeached is always not a big deal, and you know he won't be taken out of our actual office. Then why the fuck was this such a big ass process? All right, exactly. Just shut the fuck up. And let the bruise, a.k.a. the STD, be there right next to Donald's name. All right. Only three motherfucking presidents in the fucking history of time have been impeached. All right. And he's one of them. So fuck you. Um, in other news, Takashi 69 got sentenced to two years. I thought he was going to get like 10. He was looking at 41 years. Right. It's pretty much almost life. Um, well, actually, technically, that's a life sentence term. Um, he's going to be released late 2020. Some people all have their little opinions and shit. Oh, he's going to get out today. Same people who said he's going to get out today are the same people saying, oh, he's going to be out by summertime. With He's going to go to a halfway house. And, and some of these motherfuckers actually know what a halfway house is. They've dealt with it. They got family and shit in, in jail and been, you know, been through this. Let me tell you, each state runs their laws and their, their shit differently. All right, New York State is different from California, from fucking, from Michigan, from Ohio, Texas, whatever. They ain't gonna let that dude go to a fucking halfway house, man. All right, one because they can't protect them there. Right, they ain't gonna have anywhere near the fucking protection. He's in a dorm right now, and with with filled with snitches. 
right? And he's just, you know, it's just, it's just not gonna happen. I just, I can't see him and let him go to out of state halfway house. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Two, he's not gonna get any more lenience than he's already received. And the judge made that super fucking clear. All right. Now let's talk about this fucking men's warehouse suit wearing fucking attorney, dumb fuck, lawyers for workers. This guy is such a fucking idiot, man. Bro, like seriously, chill, fam. Like, I hate the word clout so much. I hate it more than I even hate the term, the word narrative. I hate that shit. But bro, you have made predictions about several major hip-hop court cases, and you've been wrong on all of them. You said, look for 6 9 to be released from jail on Wednesday, and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, yeah, and his attorneys are going to ask for this and time served. No, dick knows. He didn't go home today. Guess what? He's in fucking jail right now, okay? And you already know there are no guarantees in the pen, all right? If they got to Jeffrey Epstein, they can easily get to fucking Takashi fucking 6 9 all right, especially some bloods, all right, and what fucking world do we live in and where people are really entertained by this fucking clown, dog, like, I'm really sad and disgusted, like, I never fucked with dude, I never thought his music was good, I couldn't see, some day, I was like, what the fuck, what, never thought anything that he did was even 1% funny, like, how the fuck do you guys side with it, like, you fuck with this dude, like, really, like a snitch, like, who just trolls and just, that shit's just fucking corny. You know what I mean? Like, God. You got celebrities saying, oh, I would have snitched too. Shit. You know, I'm going to fucking do jail. Fuck that. If your boys are sleeping with me, you know, fuck my homies are sleeping with my fucking baby moms and they're robbing me and extorting me and fuck that. I'm not going to fucking go to jail for them. I'm telling. No, you fucking stupid idiot. You fucking imbeciles. Do you not realize that he made the decisions to do the crimes. He made, he made his bed. He decided to run with these gangsters. To troll and think he was invincible. And have a bunch of security around him. And do stupid shit like that. This is why the judge said he didn't really have mercy on him. He knew what the fuck he was doing. He knows that fucking Daniel Hernandez wasn't. You know, He knew he was smart to a certain extent. He knew everything that was going on. But since he cooperated so heavily. They took 95% of his sentence off. All right, They took 95% off his sentence. But still... He legit asked for all the bad that came his way, okay? He could have avoided all that shit, like real shit. He didn't adopt the gangster lifestyle. He dove right the fuck into it. He thought this shit was cool as fuck. You can't just claim blood and you a killer and all this and blah, 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 and then hide behind, you know, your little fucking security guards and all the fucking, your gangster, your paid gang, like fucking security and fucking, like just, bro, you actually did crimes, okay? And the crimes that hurt other people. And it's like, man, you can't sit there and, and like cop, oh, uh, I had a fucked up childhood. My dad this, he left me when I was a kid. My mom was on, you know, this, blah, 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 whatever. And, and uh, yeah, guess what, dude? My life sucked too when I was growing up too. You know, you chose that fucking life again. You crying and copping please in front of the judge today. You stuttering. You can't even fucking speak correctly. Oh, but... What would you have done, Ben? Well, I wouldn't have said I was Chinese to a judge when I know that I'm Korean, all right? I wouldn't lie or get on my knees when I do I did wrong, you know, especially I'm like, you know, I'm pleading for my fucking life, right? And I'm going to sit there and just, you know, like, like knowingly know that I, I fucked up. 
listen, man, I know everyone deserves a second chance, okay? But he got a third and a fourth chance. He had that, that fucking uh, the statutory rape case, whatever it may be and everything else. And like, I got zero sympathy for this kid at all. Like, bro, you a rat, okay? Yes, they fucked your baby mom. Yes, they robbed you, but you joined up with them. They didn't fucking ask you to do this shit. You just, you wanted to be with these cats, all right? And they didn't even do this shit to this level before they met 6ix9ine. So it's your fault too, stupid. Damn, man. Like, bro, you're supposed to plead the fifth and take it to the chin. You know, it may sound crazy, but now, you know, you're never going to get a good night's sleep. You're never going to be able to rest like for real. And some of you guys, you know, say, oh, well, George Zimmerman's still alive. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. It's actually mind-boggling that George Zimmerman is still alive. But he didn't snitch on nine big-time gangsters and, and all the other shit that happened. This is a whole different fucking level. Anyways, in other news, I've seen an actress from Star Wars. Her name is uh, Kelly Marie Tran. And... um. She was on that the 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 Asian uh, Instagram page, Next Shark, and she was like, "Oh, um, she said, you know, the the article said she suffered from cyberbullying and she had to seek therapy. It fucked up her life, and uh, she got help and therapy helped her out. And that you know, people are like, oh, how could you blame her? You know, they found her address out and they sent her hate mail. And I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, really, man? Like for real? Like you grown ass woman? And I left a comment saying like, yo, she should have just logged off her fucking page and." You know, delete her social media, or the fuck it may be, or just ignored it, period. Because you can't do that. It is a choice. I mean, like, you don't fucking know these fucking stupid-ass people leaving these comments, and who gives a fuck? They don't, they don't even know you, That's which, which is even more important. And then I got a whole bunch of keyboard warriors who came from me. Most of them were women. And bottom line is just a bunch of sensitive-ass bitches, all right? Fuck you and your corny-ass excuses. You need to be mentally tough. All right. Yes, there's mental illness out there, and I understand that mental illness exists, but mental pain and mental suffering to me is it's not the same. PTSD from a way deeper rooted issue is not the same. I understand there's something called cyberbullying, right? And I understand that it exists amongst pussies, but get that shit all the way the fuck away from me, all right? Some of them motherfucking clowns even question my parenting. They're like, how could you say this? You know, you have kids. Like, okay, yeah. If my kid, if my son was bullied and, um, you know, actually my son was bullied at school and my wife was scared to tell me. She was actually scared to death to tell me because she knows I will protect my kids and my family to the fullest motherfucking extent and then some, all right? I know I can't punch a little kid that's fucking with my son, but I could be very convincing and firm with their parents, right? And if their parents don't want to comply, let's just say they'll end up in a fucking world of shit, right? Like I don't, I don't play that shit. Yeah, you know, I don't fight fire with fire, okay? I fight fire with a motherfucking fire extinguisher, a bazooka-strength one. Fuck out of here. When these keyboard tough guys or armies or whatever the fuck these, these stupid-ass motherfuckers are called, when they bully people, trust me, you want to see some shit change? Videotape you finding one of these fucking people, which is that difficult, okay? Videotape you finding one of these people in the comments and be like, yo, this is the guy who was talking shit. Guess what? I caught him, and here he is. He was talking greasy behind that fucking, behind that, that android, you know, from fucking wherever the fuck he's at, and then you videotape, show their username, and you catch them with a fucking real beatdown, 
right? Or you hit them with a fucking bat. And eventually people will second guess whether or not they want to be a fucking internet bully. Okay? I remember I said a comment about how much I hated the fucking police on Twitter after Eric Garner died and all this crazy shit was going on. And it was just like three fucking crazy uh, killings by police. And I was like, man, I can't, I hate that fucking word. Stop resisting. It is the most bullshit fucking word in the fucking world. And I, I went to my Twitter and I just went on a fucking crazy ass rant. And you know, listen, a lot of people are like, you're fucking tripping. Who do you call if your house gets robbed? I don't call the fucking police. All right. I, fuck the police. I never really fuck with the police ever. You know, I only chilled out because of some of the sponsors and shit like that, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm not apologizing to nobody. And at the end of the day, I'm going to make my money regardless how the fuck I got to do it. No one's fucking canceling me, period. I'm not apologizing to nobody. All right. And people began to call my office. And I had employees who got scared. They cried. And this, this is like, this is one of my other offices. And they're like, you know what? It, it was, it's really scary. You know, and they're calling and whatever. And I, and I was like, yo, check this out. Listen, I'm not being incensed. I'm just, just listen to me. Okay. You're going to get fucking bulldozered over in real life. This is the real world. And y'all, what are you guys? You guys are living in a fucking fantasy land. If you can't deal with this shit, then quit for real. Ain't none of these pussy ass internet thugs going to do a goddamn fucking thing. I wish they would come fuck with me. They'd get fucked up too fast, all right? Some girl left a comment. She was like, oh, damn, Ben. I thought you were chill. You don't know shit about me, especially off a single comment and anything else you've ever dealt. You never dealt with me before. Man, I'm so, oh, my God, man. I am so fucking tired and exhausted of seeing old-ass tweets or old videos of some shit from five, ten years ago. It's like, man, I don't want to see this shit, man. Some people have changed some shit. Some of them haven't. And you just know, you know, I'm a really good judge of character, all right? But I don't want to see this shit anymore. Like, if I fuck with somebody, and then later I found out, all oh, this dude was talking shit about you in this tweet. Like, he's a, he said, uh, fuck Ben Baller, like, 10 years ago. I'd be like, all right, man, you corny as fuck. Like, whatever, boom. I wouldn't trip about it, you know. I'd be like, all right, let me just not talk to dude. I wouldn't, like, want fucking his life to end or whatever it may be. It's like, it is what it is. Or, like, if John Mayer said in a tweet something, like, he made a joke, a poor joke about Koreans. Kind of like, I don't know, like, I, I know him well enough. Like, 10 years ago, like, it wouldn't be that deep to me. Like, you know, and I, I get it. Every people have different, have different uh, struggles, different oppressions, you know. I can't speak for black people or what happened with them and, and the 400 years of, of slavery and oppression and things like that. But listen, man, all I'm saying is, to me, at least, I got bigger shit to worry about. Like, I, I, like legit, I really do, all right. Some of you need to get some pussy. Some of you need to get some dick. Or some of you need to smoke some weed and go watch some Pornhub and jerk off. And what you all need to fucking do is definitely drink a lot more water. Okay? And then you need to go the fuck outside. Jesus Christ. <sighs> that was a heavy first part of the show. Um, Miles, Jordan, please play me something to lighten up the mood a little bit. All right, guys. We'll be right back. What up, guys? So Quip, makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, wants you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care is simply this. If you have good habits, you are good. That means brushing for two minutes twice a day 
and flossing regularly. No matter what brand you use, Quip makes that simple. Starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and a 30-second pulse to guide a full and even clean. The Quip Floss Dispenser comes with a pre-marked string to help you use just enough. Plus, Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping. So your routine is always right. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash baller right now, you'll get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash baller spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash baller. Quip, the good habits company. So um, the Seahawks played the Cardinals this weekend and I, I know we're favored and I know we already beat them. Um, earlier this year, but I got to say this again, man. No, listen, no team plays us harder at the end of each season than the Arizona Cardinals. All right. I hope that B-Wags is healthy. We got a lot of motherfuckers on injury reserve. I know we, we lost Josh Gordon this week over some stupid shit. Like, come on, Josh, like for real, bro. Like, come on, dog. And Rashad is uh pennies out for the rest of the season, you know, but going back to this Arizona Cardinals game, listen, they play balls out. No fucks given football when it comes to, like, you know, playing against us. All right. They got nothing to lose. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'll be in the Bay watching that motherfucking game. Um, yeah, I'm going on Christmas break, and then I got to go hard body on some work with fucking uh, got this crazy-ass Kid Cudi piece. Um, listen, I watch every single Laker game that's played. I think I missed, like, three, all right, out of the last, like, 25 or so. And um, I pay attention to, like, 65% of the games. But I just got way more shit on my mind to focus on. And um, this overlap thing is kind of weird. So I'm just going to wait until the football scene is at least over. Once football is over, um, I'm going to focus on, on my Lake show. This year, for some reason, I just turned up 10 times more with the fucking Seahawks. It's just, you know, and I'm on my, what, eighth year rocking with them? Almost ninth year. What is that? Yeah. Um, I haven't even hit a game, a Laker game this season yet. But, you know, I will. But Oh, wait. Hold on. I love Niners fans that's still in my comments and on these other pages that, I, you know, I just could get them so fucking triggered. But like, listen, they still on that fuck shit. Oh, you guys barely beat us. Oh, the Falcons barely beat us. Guess what, you dumb fucks? You lost. Barely or if you got routed, okay? Yes, that is correct logic, okay? If a guy barely fucks your girlfriend or your wife, you know, let's say a guy barely puts the tip in your wife's pussy. Is that wrong? Are you going to be mad about that? Or or if he if he fucked her for 30 seconds and then he nutted hella fast, but did he barely fuck? No, man, he fucked, you idiot. If you made $1 million and $1, are you going to be like, oh, man, uh, you barely a millionaire. You know? Oh, my God. If you buy a sandwich, you won't be a millionaire anymore. I swear to God, man. Some of this logic today, man, with this, my God, man, you guys are so fucking stupid.
stupid. Um, what else am I seeing on the gram? That's too much. Oh my god. Um, there are sneaker pages now on Instagram that tell you how much profit you could expect from a sneaker release before it comes out. All right, is this what we're doing now? Like for real, this, this is what's hot right now. Jesus Christ, man. Like, I get like, you know, I know the climate of a hot shoe before it comes out, you know, before the Travis Scott ones came out. And I was kind of like, eh, they're all right. But, you know, the hype brought it up and whatever it may be, right? And you kind of like sometimes do predictions before they drop. But to put these like fucking memes out with the shoe and be like, oh, predicted resale value, blah, blah, whatever. It's like trying to predict the resale value of a shoe before it comes. It's just such fuckery. I hate that shit. Um, with that said, you know, Virgil Abloh, former Donda member, you know, Kanye Posse member. He's on his own, obviously, now he's doing his thing. Um, founder of Pyrex Vision, uh, Off-White. He says, streetwear will be dead in 2020. Really? Bro, that shit been dead, dog. And you helped kill it. And, and so did I. And a lot of motherfuckers. But leading the charge were these motherfucking hype beasts. You know, period. Um, I didn't read the whole fucking article. I just saw the caption. I mean, saw the 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 headline and uh, the headline caption, whatever. But listen, man, these Chinese hype beasts, the, these fuck boys who out there just copy anything that G-Dragon or any fucking K-pop dude wears and they're just usually head to toe in fucking off-white or chrome hearts and it's just like, and they'll do anything. like. They'll, but they'll still be in their palm angels or whatever it may be and it's just like, God fucking damn, man. It's like you see them after it's been trickled down four or five times and it's just so watered down, even the fake shit begins, you know, it's it's hard to tell. You know, it's like, at the end of the day, the high-end boutique brands are just streetwear brands with better material and high fashion price tags. You know, they've they've stolen from the OG streetwear shit, and it's what Dior is doing, it's what's, you know, street shit has been hot. I was wearing Dickies for almost 20 fucking years, you know. Check it out. Let me, let me make this clear. There's a PSA. You don't own a clothing brand if you have an LLC and you print graphic tees or hoodies on Gildan or AAA tees and hoodies, okay? You would have what is called a merch line or a t-shirt company. Now, I know you got to start somewhere, but don't call it what it ain't, okay? Unless you got some cut and sew on your line and, and you got like multiple seasons, all right? Anyways, man, they're just way, way way too many motherfucking music festivals there's just there's i mean look at, i'm not saying they just can only you know coachella is only where they could exist but it's just too many fucking festivals it's just the same ass artists same ass music um it's like streetwear it's like nothing special right now all you idiots you know all you fucking idiots keep falling for it you go see like j cole six times in a year and he'll do the same fucking set each time might change you know 20 seconds in a song or something and Replace the city, but like along with every little, every literally L I L Lil rapper out there, I feel like pretty soon there's gonna be a Rolling Loud every single month, like twelve months a year, and this is why so many people are in fucking debt. I feel like you rather spend to see someone with mediocre talent instead of watching someone with a God-given gift, and it's like you put yourself in credit card debt over this shit because you wanted to share the show on your stories. And look cool, like, like I don't know, man. And nobody dances more anymore anyway, you know. So it's like, I don't know, I just, festivals, I don't get it, you know. By the way, Uzi is my guy, you know that. But that football, 
fucking soccer shuffle, whatever the fuck it's called. That shit is fucking lame. Um, I don't give a fuck. All right, I don't give a fuck what the fuck you guys think. That shit is fucking lame. Um, I saw Star Wars. Um, here's my honest review. It sucked. Don't waste your money. Don't watch it. That's my review. J.J. Abrams, fucking shame on you, dog. Like, Jesus, man. There's really not much else to say without spoilers or whatever. And I don't even know if there's any. There might have been a book. I'm not sure. I used to watch Star Wars. And, you know, it used to be the shit to me. And just now, it's just like, this shit is just making shit up as it goes along. This is just some bullshit. Um, the movie just didn't do shit for me. And uh, you know what did do something for me, though? I went to La Scala the other night. La Scala is an OG Beverly Hills restaurant establishment. It's it's um, it's famous for their chopped salad, which is just fucking. It's so good. It's so fucking amazing. And I'm not a super salad dude, but their fucking chopped salad is, is world famous. It's so good. But their spaghetti bolognese. Yes, their spaghetti bolognese. I don't even read, eat red meat anymore. Their spaghetti bolognese is the best in the fucking USA. Period. Forget about it. All right. It's fucking truly incredible. It's delectable. It's delicious. It's so simple, yet it's just, it's perfection, all right? The way they make the noodles, how they how they do their al dente, it's just, it's insane. And how they, they their meat sauce, just the way it's, it's like perfectly sits on top and on top of the marinara sauce, like separated. It's like when you mix it, it's just fucking, it's, it's magnificent, all right? I took some good friends there for their first time. And um, I ordered the fried mozzarella, which is just fucking insanity too. It's so fucking good. I posted on my story several times. A bunch of people hit me up. Hey, what is this? What? Where is this? Whatever. And I think the last time I just finally tagged, geotagged La Scala. But it's so fucking good. I love La Scala. It's just an amazing. It's like, you know, it's definitely um, such a fucking great fucking place to go to. They got a lot of other good food too. Um, one time I saw Wolfgang Puck. If you don't know who Wolfgang Puck is, then just go fucking, just just turn off the fucking podcast right now and just leave. But I saw, one time I saw Wolfgang Puck walk out of his restaurant, which was right across the street from, from La Scala. And he walked right across the street, walked into the motherfucking La Scala and got a fucking bowl of spaghetti. No bullshit. Okay. That's like serious. All right. That's like me going to another jeweler to get my wife's ring made. Like, that shit's crazy. Speaking of rings, speaking of rings. I proposed to my wife at La Scala. That is a fact. It's because um, it's where we had our first actual date. You know, it's not like a sceny place or anything. It's just like you know, it's just a OG Beverly Hills restaurant, and um, it's not sceny like Craig's or Catch. It has that kind of vibe. It's not that at all. It's just the food is much better than those places, and it's just real chill at night. But during the daytime, you know, it's a little bit of a movie. You know, you see a bunch of Beverly Hills housewives. You're gonna see someone like you might see someone like Jen Meyer there or something. You know, but Anyways, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Another fucking Jesse Somale. I don't know how to fucking pronounce his fucking last name. That motherfucking uh, dude from Empire. So, so, I never liked I never liked the motherfucking dude. Um, Carol with the K Sanchez. That uh, teenager, the New York teenager from the Bronx, faked her kidnapping because she didn't want to move to Honduras or wherever the fuck it was. She didn't want to move out of the country with her mom. And leave her boyfriend, who happens to be a crip and a felon. This stupid ass, dumb ass. She needs to get her ass whooped. 
And she needs to go to jail too, but she needs to get the shit beat out of her. They need to put her in one of those fucking Trump detention centers, all right? How the fuck do you have some gangsters put hands on your mom? Like, your mom is frail. Like, could you imagine everything that she went through, through all that shit? Like, they could have fucking killed her maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, her, her mom wasn't built for this type of trauma. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with these with the current teenage generation, but it's fucked up and it's scary. Like, I'm legit scared for my kids, all right? <sighs> all right, man. Listen to me on some motivational shit. I know there's only two weeks left until the new year, until the new decade, but check it out. The year isn't over yet. There's still a lot of blessings and a lot of paper out there that you can make happen stop playing and go out there and get that shit put your name on some paper and yes i'm gonna get more into the job opening uh, i made that announcement on twitter i need a new salesman or saleswoman someone who really knows how to sell someone who's smart as fuck someone who washes their ass all right someone who's presentable knows how to charm you know someone who can move product like listen do you want to make money do you want to eventually become rich? Okay. If you can sell you and you smell good, you're well-groomed, you listen to directions, I can train you. All right. You don't need to know about jewelry. Okay. All right. I can teach you all you need to know about jewelry. All right. But I need some new guns for real. And I'll get into it next month. But in 2020, I definitely need some new I need some new fresh meat in this month. I need some fresh blood to sell and make some paper. And, and they can. It's just, you know, some people just have, you know, this sense of non-urgency. And, and I'm it just, they're comfortable and, it, and it, it's irritating me. But anyways, I'll personally interview you guys. So stay tuned via text. No emails. Listen, you guys got my phone number now. 213-205-3709. Yes, that's my real phone number. It's not a Google number. Text me and make sure you click the link so that I can add you to my contact list. Please leave your real details because that shit's like for real. You know what I mean? It has, it has you know, geocodes on there so I know what city you're in. I know how old you are, um, your name, all that stuff. But, you know, if you do all that shit properly, I can send you information from time to time about cool shit. And thank you to the good people from Community App. This is like a fucking amazing fucking app and I fucking love it. Uh, speaking of which, I saw your text messages to all you people out there. I replied to about 100 of them in the last 24 hours. But listen, not all of them because there were literally thousands. But I appreciate the love to all the females who listen to Behind the Baller podcast. Listen, I know it's tough to be a fan of this show or listen to the show. I know it's tough because due to the nature of like my language, how vulgar I can get. But listen, I really appreciate all the women that are on here. Definitely need more ladies fans. Just different ladies' perspectives. And that's why I want to interview more women on the podcast. All right. Now, speaking of women, well, not necessarily women. I see dudes say this shit too. But like, I see some people tell you to never settle. But I see girls all the time on social media post, hey, know your worth. Well, yeah, I mean, you should know your worth and value on this earth. But like, don't overvalue yourself either. Sometimes you guys are so off, like you're so fucking off on your actual worth 
and you know, like you'll end up fucking around and, and you'll miss out on a great opportunity. I've seen some people who thought they were a fucking Bugatti, but in actual life, they were a 1981 Ford Pinto. Okay. And some of y'all Honda Civics, and listen, don't get me wrong. Civics are reliable cars, but they're never to be classed next to a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. Okay. You judge someone wrong and you can miss out on greatness and happiness. All right. Appraise your shit correctly. You got to work on things too. You know what I mean? You got you got to work on you got to work on yourself. You got to work on shit. It's not just easy. All right. I know this sounds superficial and unfair, right? Right? It's this is like pig talk, right? That's the fucking world we live in. Sorry, too bad. I see people today who are just way too comfortable in their lives and their jobs, and they're on the you know these are these are people who are like young, need to get on their come up. Especially some of them are too comfortable in that that crucial like midpoint, and that shit's dangerous. You know, when you're too comfortable in life, you better have some insurance. Because when you're the most comfortable and you don't have insurance, that's when the rug gets pulled out from underneath you. All right? Oh, I don't want to leave this job because I got some friends here. You know, I really like these people over here. You know, there's this girl in this cubicle who works right across from me. She's she's really cool, you know? And these people are, they're so fucking cool. You know, I don't want to start all over again. Yeah, listen, that's somewhat important, okay? You know what's more important? A higher salary. A fucking a guarantee, a higher a, a employment contract, taking care of your kids' future. That's more important because if you have kids, then your life ain't about you anymore. It's about them. All right, man. We're gonna get into these fans' questions. Um, Miles, Jordan, aka the Dust Brothers, can you please slap these people with some Lakey Lake, and we'll be right back. So yeah, man, um, we're back. And uh, as I've mentioned before on my podcast, if you leave a five-star review on my op- Apple podcast page, then um, I will answer your questions here on the show. That's a behind the ball. Well, listen, if you listen to the fucking show, you obviously know. I'm just saying on the Apple page, on the Apple behind the baller podcast page, leave a five-star review. After your five-star review, leave a question in that question form and I will answer them. And uh, here we go. Um, best flipping podcast. Thank you, by Mora Familia Betsy Mora. Um, what's up, Ben? My name is my name is Betsy. I'm born and raised SF native. I was hoping you could possibly share some of your favorite spots to eat in the city. Also, do you own a derby jacket? Um, off the top of my head, I mean, I, I've actually mentioned it before. Fuck. I, Forgot, you know, there's a few spots. I mean, Sands Burger is my shit. Um, the Rotunda is my shit. Uh, I know it's a little more high end things, but you know, I still have obviously a super soft space in my heart for Gordo's. Um, Gordo is just my shit, it just always will be. It just reminds me of, um, uh, 
my last teenage years, going to college and everything, I still fuck with Gordo pretty heavy. Uh, again, Sandsburger's good. What else? Um, Rotunda, um, um, Omakase for sushi. Uh, I, I'm not really going to get too much much more deep into this thing. Um, Levi and Kai Bentley on the pod. I know y'all used to have beef, but y'all seem cool now. It wasn't really beef. I just I, I made a, a comment. It was kind of fucked up, but I just was just so sick of this, the whole hype shit and everything. And Levi was, dude's a good looking dude. And he's just wearing box logos and calling. I hate that word bogo and just whatever. So I had sent some shit. <laughs> he got into it. I feel bad, man. Dudes are actually real good dudes. Um, I do want to have Kai on my show. I don't know when, um, but yeah, man. Hope they have a good a uh, a good podcast, man. Um, life lessons. Love this podcast. Um, from Armin PB underscore Armin PB underscore Armin PB. Uh, one of the best podcasts out there. Some topics discussed are way more valuable to me than any course I've taken in both engineering degree classes. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thanks for your time and effort in making Behind the Baller podcast. Hi, Ben. I'm a 40-year-old hustler. I am fluent in English, Armenian, and Persian. Um, you mean Farsi, right? <laughs> a sneaker collector since 1994. Jordan 9 started it. And lastly, a call. Cal Poly Pomona graduated engineer who lives in Burbank, California. I have a normal nine to five job at a reputable company. However, I feel I am not using my full potential. I really need your advice. I wish I knew you 20, 25 years ago. Brother, I don't really know much about fucking engineers, to be honest, which that's one thing I just do not know a lot about. When you hear me talking shit on this show, and I know it's because I know shit about it, just don't know much about engineers. I do know you said that you're 40 years old, and right now it ain't no time to fuck around. Don't know if you have any kids or not, but I need to know how much money you've saved up and things like that, so maybe you can leave another comment. Um, you put, can you please bring the Platinum Brothers, George and Jack, under the podcast? Yes, I would love to have those dudes on my show. Um, talk to George today. Saw George today because I got uh, my van done. They uh, powder coated my wheels black, but yeah, appreciate it. Um, hi, Joey Chang wrote, Hi, Ben. Can you get Edison Chen and KP on the show? You know what? I don't even know what I would ask. I'd ask KP. That's my dog. And, you know, KP and Edison own a company called Clot in Hong Kong. It's very big in China. It's crossed over here now. They got a hot Air Force One on the streets right now. Uh, but Edison, that's a gang of shit I want to ask Edison. Those are my boys, too. So I'll think about it. Um, keep killing the game, fam. 916 Lucci. My question for you is, will you ever do a collab on a sneaker? And have you considered bringing Elianti on the show? Um, I've done collabs with sneakers. I've done a Nike collab. I've done fucking um, a K-Swiss collab. I've done a Super collab. I've done some other shit. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of. I've I've done a K-Swiss collab. It's in the, in the works now. What else have I done? I've done a few things. Um, as far as Elliot, I, I can't call that to Elianti, man. His name's Elliot, dude. Not, until we have a conversation about it, I can't even. But uh, um, yeah, I, I thought about it because I want to have TV Johnny on the show too. So um at Mike Blount underscore. Uh, he writes, what is your current sneaker rotation if you have one? I really don't, man. They're just going like, well, I mean, yeah, there is a rotation, I guess. I mean, um, I'm wearing the Paranoise Air Force One G-Dragons. I broke out the red swipe, uh, swoosh one, like the 3 to $6,000 pair. Been rocking the white, white swoosh one a lot. Uh, white on white Air Force One. Um... The Rude Vans. Those are those are like my three go-tos right now that I've been wearing kind of every day. Today I wore some Blinks, though. I wore some Yeezy, Air Yeezy Ones, Blinks. Um, Mondo1000 writes, What up, Ben? Love the podcast. Can you do an episode or talk a little more about your bike life days? 
Thanks. I also still wear your tee from Juggernaut here in Chicago from years back. Yeah, man, I definitely uh, will get into some bike shit. I don't know if I bring up, maybe I bring one of the dudes from, from Cocky from my, my bike gang. And uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Stunna 940, get Cali Plug on the pod. I don't know who the fuck Cali Plug is. Sorry, man. Y'all gonna have to, you know, put me up on game. Um, the mayor of West Covina. Um, appreciate you always shouting us Filipinos out. Obviously, you Filipino by marriage. What are some of your top favorite films set in Los Angeles? I know you love Somewhere, obviously. Men of Society, Curious, since there are so many. Um, Somewhere is, is definitely a movie I like, and that's not really, it's like, you know, that's more on some, just because I fuck with Sofia Coppola's, uh, just in the same time, you know, I have a lot of love for uh, for uh, Chateau Marmont, and uh, I always just look at myself as like a single dad back in the day, even though I didn't have any kids. Um, Men of Society, million fucking billion, godzillion percent. But even more so than Menace Society, Menace hits hard, but nothing hits harder than Deep Cover. I think Deep Cover is definitely probably one of the the earlier films that is L.A. based that I fuck with. Um, what are the L.A. movies? Obviously, Heat is a great you know L.A. thing. But you know what? Most more so, like, if you really fuck with Los Angeles and you want to know something about L.A., particularly not just Hollywood but all over L.A., man, there's that TV show I mentioned again, Bosch. It's on Amazon Prime. Man, that show is so fucking good. And there's so much about LA. I didn't even know. And I'm a, I know everything about LA. Um, Zach B808. Tips on how to raise your credit score. Like you said, you went from low score back to 800. Well, I mean, first of all, you got to get credit cards. All right. Whether you have some secured ones, whatever. And you got some unsecured ones. And you got to make sure that your credit along along the line is, is good. So you need to get sure that you have no fucking derogatory um um, reports on your all three files and you know yeah get a credit card and just start spending it pay it off every month pay off like 90 percent, pay off 95 percent. i know it takes some time three months later ask for a raise ask for a credit limit increase and just keep doing it repeating and let me tell you something i know this sounds fucked up but i shouldn't even say this on here i don't know if this is illegal lie about your income say you make more than you make you know if you make fifty sixty thousand dollars a year Say you make one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and I'm telling you, there's just they don't check, and um, pretty soon, you know, you'll start seeing your your credit scores. I mean, your credit card limits raise, and you'll have more credit. You know, um, get a car loan. You need to have credit. You know, you you could have cash, but if you got no credit, you know, you got to just. And it's good to have both. So you start doing that. You know, get a house in your name. Hard to get eight hundred until you get a house. You get a house, and you you know, you get a home loan. You you get eight hundred. Ooh, it's John D. Sup, Ben? If you could ask anyone in the world one question and they had to answer it truthfully, who and what would you ask? Much love from Vegas. God bless the fam. I mean, I don't know who I'd ask, but I'd love to know who shot Biggie. <laughs> I'd like to know who shot um, who shot Tupac for sure. Let me say, was that dude Orlando Jones? I'm saying like, who really shot motherfucking, um, who really shot, shot Biggie? Uh, who shot JFK for real? There's all kinds of crazy ass shit. I don't know. There's off the top of my head, that's the best I can do right now. Uh, Knowledge MC wrote, love this podcast. Appreciate how hard you were up for us Koreans in K-Town. Question is about that time. I start shopping for engagement rings. What do I have to get educated in terms of diamonds so I don't get ripped off between carrot, cut, clarity, color? What is the most important? Can you break down some of the terms and what to look for? All right, let me say this, man. And again, listen. When you're buying an engaged ring for your girl, it really does. It just got to come from the heart, right? And and you should be with a girl who loves you for you. 
nothing else, nothing, I mean, for real, like this girl's down for you, okay? So if you got it like that to go get a big ass ring, cool. But if you can at least try to get a one carat, I, I just wouldn't suggest you get under a one carat stone. Um, you're not gonna get your money back. It's gonna be harder to sell. It's just like, there's just, there's just, there's just no money into it, you know? If you could at least start off on a one carat, you know, and at the very least, you want to try to get an SI1, all right? And at the very least, you want to get like an eye color stone, okay? And when I say very least, just just research the shit, okay? You can go to bluenow.com and look at diamond prices there. For the most part, I know girls like these fancy cuts, you know, they like Asher's, Princess, Emerald stuff. Always know round cut diamonds are always going to hold the most value, period, point blank. Let me put you on some real motherfucking game, all right? Now, you could have all the good shit. You could have a VS2, G-Color Stone, 1 Carat, um, you know, very good, very good, very good. Listen, there's so many more factors, right? It could be triple excellence still, and it'd still be off here and there. You really have to look so much more in, into just, you know, the fucking table, the polish. There's so much other shit. Um, one other thing that people forget is fluorescence, you know, um, you know, you shouldn't have anything more than faint. Once you get to strong fluorescence, it's just like, it's just, nah, man, you don't want that shit. You don't want your shit looking milky in, in, in a black light in a nightclub, man. And that's the best thing I can tell you, you know, that, that's where you want to start. If you're talking about jumping into two carrots and stuff like that, listen, man, you got the number, listen to this episode and, and text me. Uh, King Cold 768 was December the best Japan's crate so far? Am I tripping? Uh, yeah, you tripping, bro. I think there was like May or like, is it, fuck. It might have been April. It was a motherfucking, man. The Coca-Cola coffee, and there was just so much fire shit. December was all right. Uh, VVS Pens in Nevada, Fred Zos. Are VVS Pens available still at any dispensaries in Nevada? Taking a road trip to Reno, Nevada, and wanted to grab some. If not, is there something you also recommend? Uh, VVS pens are not in dispensaries in the, the Vegas right now, or not in Nevada. Uh, we are with Puffy Delivery. Puffy Delivery is not de delivering to Reno. I don't believe so. You could triple check on that. I know I should know because that's, you know, it's a company that's affiliated with with, with um, under our umbrella. Um, but we will be launching 420 uh, with MedMen in Las Vegas. So stay tuned for that. Pedro Ray. First time going to LA. What are some must-dos? Um, shit. Must-dos. Hit Venice Beach. Uh, hit the Grove for sure. Hit the Americana if you can. Um, go to uh, uh, Burger Lords. Go to Monty's Burgers. Um, hit Mario's. Hit Koreatown. Shit. Uh, don't hit the Slauson Swami. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Motherfucker, no. Don't hit Slauson. Um... Check out Rodeo Drive, you know. Uh, if you want to check out some beautiful views, go to Griffith Park Observatory. It's fucking dope-ass shit. Um, yeah, man, I mean, that's pretty cool. Hit Melrose Strip, you know. I mean, I don't really care about Fairfax so much, but that's what it is. Can we get some DJ AM stories, please, from Kara Amazing? Please, please, please. You hit those teas early and then change your mind. Bless us. Yeah, you know, I'm getting into some DJ AM stories. Um, it's a part of my life. Uh, obviously, I, I, I get, there's no ill will or anything it's just it's just um I'll, I'll get more into it you know but we me and Ann were cool but towards the end of his life we weren't cool and uh i made my peace with it and he passed away so it is what it is you know um 
GNP1 first podcast. Ben, when are you going to make when are you going to start making big and tall merch for us big guys? I'm 66350. Where at the 3X T at? Um, when are you going to bring back the Forest Gump moments? I'm going to start doing some more Forest Gump shit. Uh, trying to save it and trying to go and and I mean there's still a lot of them but I want I want to bring it out, you know, it's like it's usually when I go back into the deep 90s era shit, some of the early 2000s stuff. Um, you got it, bro. In fact, uh, I don't know if you saw the Ben Baller collaboration track suits that I did. There's a 3X um, in the suits, which is real rare. But I appreciate you, man. Um, Germ uh, Yalava17. Would be sick if you interviewed your fellow Korean Sun Hyung Min the international soccer player. I don't know shit about soccer, and I don't know who dude is, but all right, man. Why don't you tell him to come on the show, and I'll have him on here, and I got a gang of shit I could ask a Korean international star. Uh, B-T-T-I-R-A. Uh, what's money, professor? Some DJ AMD cuts would be awesome. What DJ setup did you mess up your credit with in college? Um... They weren't 1200s back then. I forgot what the fuck they were called. I had a Newmark mixer. That wasn't the thing that fucked up my credit. It was the stereo system that I had got. And I just bought a bunch of bullshit from Crutchfield with my American Express. And I spent about $2,000 in fucking stereo equipment with speakers and everything. And I didn't pay the fucking shit off. So that's all it really was. My Crutchfield was the shit back in the day. Uh, Kieran Hamilton, do you read it all? If so, any book recommendations? Appreciate your pod. Listen, man, no bullshit. The last book I bought was This Book Has Balls by Michael Rapport, and I have not read it. Um, the last book I did read was maybe The Catcher in the Rye, and that was literally fucking 30-some-odd years ago. Sorry, I can't help you, man. Um, Richard uh, D. Pinzon, you'll be tight if you got Alec Monopoly on here. I know Alec, man. Still talk to his brother a lot. I haven't talked to Alex so much. I'm not really like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I see different than what Alex sees. Um, Cree at eight writes, hey Ben, do people treat you differently after you become successful? Yeah, I mean, I see a lot more dick sucking, dick riding and this and that, whatever. And, uh, I see the hate, but and it's like, I've had haters since, I've had haters since show until Mondays, you know what I'm saying? Show until Fridays when I was a kid. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's pretty obvious. Uh, Shuby writes, when can we expect Case Hound Hustler series part three? I got to see where the fuck I left off. I forgot. I think I left off right at 2005. So that means I got to go to 2005 up till me and my wife and goddamn, that's going to be some motherfucking shit. That's going to have to be probably spring 2020. We'll figure it out, man. Uh, touch the ice. Hey Ben, thanks for blessing us with knowledge and stories. Do you play any musical instruments? If so, which is your favorite I used to play the piano a little bit. Believe it or not, I played the oboe. Um, I always wanted to learn how to play the drums. Uh, I don't play anything, dog. Sorry, man. Um, B. Lee, 23. Hey, Ben, not sure if you're going to get into your past relationship or how'd you start to date your wife. Uh, I'm going to get into that later. I just mentioned it just a question or two ago. V-N-G-E-L-O-M-O. -O, I guess Vingelomo. Um, really dope podcast. Makes my drive to and from work seem like nothing. Keep it going. With you being away so much, how do you manage to stay close with your kids? Do you think they'll always be open with you in the future? Yeah, I think so, man. I have a really good relationship with my kids. No matter how much I leave, I spend so much with them, and I, 
I leave such a you know such a lasting impression of them every time I see them. You know, I FaceTime my kids all the time. They they feel the love. They know I'm gone. This this was this year mostly. You know what I mean? It's not like every you know I've, I've been around my kids and and um, hands on. They, I, I don't think my kid. You know, like oh, you never know. But I just really have a good relationship with my kids. You know, they they keep one hundred with me. They don't they don't lie. They 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 tell me everything. And I know they're young now, but you know we're gonna keep that going. James Wanton says, "Hey Ben, huge fan of your show. Been watching YouTube videos from." The time you went from Floyd Mayweather to picking up winnings to all the casinos to all your reality shows. Few questions. One, will you ever have any Asian rappers on your show like China Mac, Jin Gates, or Stupid Young? I don't know who Stupid Young is. Jin Gates, I don't know, man, if I have him on the show, man. It's not really, um, I don't really, I don't even know what I would ask you. I mean, I don't know. China Mac, again, I don't know. I fuck with dude. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. If, if anything, I'd have Jin, the rapper, the OG Jin rapper uh, on the show. Um, I'd have to have some kind of a tie to it. I don't know. Uh, number two, will you ever have YouTube car guys in your podcast? W right now, definitely not. I, I want to say one thousand percent no, but who knows? You know, years from now, I gotta say it again. I absolutely love this podcast, and I haven't really gotten into podcasts ever since. Um, been listening to you since the Katon Hustler series. Anyway, with some serious matter, I'm a young boy who's twenty three from New York and working. Anyways, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but I gotta ask two questions. My first question is. Do you have someone taking care of your business while you're away since you travel so much? And my second question is, what do you think about people stepping out of a job that they've been working for for like three years trying to expand your job experience? Because I'm trying to see if that's right for me. I'm in the process of doing that now. You're 23, so right now you need to take all the gambles you can. Um, I think about 27, 28 is when you need to worry about it. 30, you need to get serious. 32, you need to be in your motherfucking career, dog. Even though I've had three successful careers, 32 is like that should be your final frontier where you'd be like, all right, this is it. Anything after that is from entrepreneur, you know, is going to be entrepreneurial shit where you have investments in here and there. Um, of course, I have people watching my business. You know what I'm saying? I got people, I got a bunch of people watching my business when, you know, all my businesses. Uh, no matter what, though, people steal. It just is what it is. It's the nature of the game. Acro King 143 writes, What's up, Hyung? How you doing? My question is, will you have Denzel Washington on your podcast? Listen, I would love, he would be my dream guest to have my former boss. Like, I would fucking, that would be fucking amazing. Um, I'm sure D got better things to do though, man. Uh, Chicken Wang 3, how heavy of an influence was the Korean culture to you growing up? And what's your favorite part of your Korean background? And do you enjoy your wife, Filipino culture and family? Um, the Korean culture was always on my back it was like a monkey on my back i don't know if it was it was a it was a super heavy influence when i was really young i think uh by the time my teens i had kind of really not really embraced it i kind of didn't fuck with it um you know i was heavily into hip-hop breakdance and graffiti and stuff there weren't too many koreans i'm sorry there were no koreans that were involved in that shit and it wasn't until maybe honestly like my early 30s when i start really super embracing my culture again um my wife's culture you know filipino shit is the shit i love you know filipinos is, is crazy because you know it's like the philippines is shit filipino food filipino people it's all great man uh bugatti 732 writes last month or two months ago on your story uh i saw that you talked about the place beyond the pines never watched it before till today instantly goes in my top five movies thanks for putting me on do you have any other movie suggestions that were slept on I don't think that was really slept on. It just was an independent film. Um, you want to watch a good-ass movie, I'll give you two amazing fucking movies 
They're in my top 10 of all time. One is Old Boy. Do not watch the Spike Lee version. Fuck with Spike Lee after Malcolm X. I don't know if I fucking could see any, I could really co-sign anything after that. You have to watch the OG Old Boy, the Korean movie, all right? Second, which is even a better film to me, is Chingu. Korean movie called Friend. It's uh, 2001, I think it was released, or 2000. It's on Amazon Prime. If you watch Friend, that movie is poetic and it will fuck you up. If you're Korean, it will fuck you up 3,000 times even more. But you ain't got to be Korean to watch that movie. That movie is off the motherfucking hook. Uh, UK boy, um, Yo Ben Hyung, love the podcast and how real and raw you are. Did you ever have to fake it to make it? If so, when was that moment? Um, to be real with you, man, I can't really say I faked it to make it. Um, I live beyond my means. You know, if that's the closest I can to faking it to make it. Meaning, if I made sixty grand, I spent a hundred thousand. If I spent, if I made a hundred thousand, I spent one fifty or one seventy-five. I was always uh, above my head. You know, I was I was in over my head. Um, you know, trying to stunt. You know, I wanted to live the good life early, and and it bit me on the ass, and so I had to sit back and lay in the cut until I could re up. Um, the kid saint writes, when you started making real cash, what was the first expensive piece of jewelry you bought? Do you still have it? Um, I mean, when I made a million dollars, I bought a fucking Rolex Submariner. Wasn't even a big deal. But uh, it's funny you said that. I got rid of it not that long ago. My assistant so sold it. I wonder if my boy KB still has it. He sold it to one of my boys. Um, what else? I had a couple chains. I don't have none of that shit no more. I had an all baguette. I had an all baguette chain in two thousand four. All right, motherfuckers. I had an all iced out chain. I had actually all baguette chain in two thousand two. Motherfuckers. Um, question: Kevion and Jonas, uh, Juan M. Sandoval Jr. Did you, Kevion and Jonas, all used to kick it together? I think it would be dope to have Kevion on the podcast talk more about Jonas. You know what? I should have Kevion on the podcast and talk about some shit. Yeah, we used to all kick it pretty heavy, man. Kevion and Jonas were best friends, and I was best friends with Jonas. So it was like a, you know, we definitely when we all kicked it. It was a, it was a lot of contrast and, and cool. It was it was it, we all got along real well. Um, Rye Gel P, interviewing all the Crooks cats would be dope. One time for the Asian community, you know, I was with Rob today too. I was with Rob Crooks today, man. I don't know, man. You know what? Actually, I would have Rob and Dennis on the show just to have them on. That's actually a good idea, man. I appreciate that. Um, Neeks 1K What is one of the most memorable L's That you were able to learn And gain from the most um, Fuck man What's a fucking L That I could think of God damn That's such a good Fucking question Jesus Christ That's such a good Fucking question Damn man There's, there's so many Fucking You know God, it's just there's so many different things, you know, from from trusting a girl and letting you you know letting your little head think for the big head and just you know getting getting screwed over on that. Trusting people's stories, um, you know, there's more specifics to it, but like I just have just damn man, just uh, counting your chickens before they hatch. I'm just trying to think of damn. There's so many. You know what? I want to make actually an entire episode about my most memorable L's that I took. Um, oh, and the government, millions of dollars. Millions. Many millions of dollars. Almost facing jail time and fucking finally getting that shit taken care of. Uh, losing in stocks, man. Um, letting homies borrow money and just realizing who the fuck they were and just 
realize you got to work twice as hard to get that money back. There's just so much. Specifically, I can't really get into it. I need to write it down. That's a question I wasn't prepared for. That's a great question, though, Neeks 1K. Uh, oh, shit. Is that it? Goddamn. Well, that's it for the questions, man. That was a lot of motherfucking questions. Goddamn. Holy motherfucking shit. Anyways. Goddamn, that was a shitload. Before we sign off, I want to say I'm going to do another giveaway on the next episode. It will be via text, so make sure you listen to that phone number. I'm going to give away a Ben Baller to the Chain toiletry bag. The fucking bag is so dope. It's got that Lexus interior soft leather, and it works. It's very usable. I use it more than I... Well, actually, I don't even use my Louis Vuitton or my St. Laurent ones anymore. I, I use this over that. All right, so it's dope. Stay tuned. want to give one of those away. Oh, yeah, shout out to my one... Shout out one time to my, my pate, my boy Paul from Van Culture. I think I'm going to finally rearrange my penis to the backside of my ass. No, I'm joking, man. I think I'm going to do airbags on the minivan. Like, fuck it, why not? I think he's talked me into it. I don't know. Anyways, I just got home from my kid's Christmas recital, and it was lit. London has come such a long way, like, damn. And he walked off the stage, and as he walked off the stage, he did a dab. Like, I fucking, man, London is just, damn. He gave me a high five, and like, you have to understand, with all his health issues for the last three years in school, during their Christmas shows, London either cried or he walked off the stage. He hid in the back and didn't sing or dance, not anymore. And now I'm fucking playing Roblox with them. And they're just like fucking so ecstatic that I'm interacting with them on this video game. And and like they're showing me all kinds of random ass shit. This game is so fucking crazy. I don't know how the fuck a seven-year-old or five-year-old could even play. This shit has got, it's just so much fucking going on. And I see why they're so addicted to the game. But like, Jesus Christ, this shit's costing me so much fucking money. It's confusing as fuck. I'm going to get better at it. If you play Roblox, add me. Um, ben Baller 42 and yeah, I only have three fucking friends because I just got started. All right, y'all. But listen, that's a hell of a motherfucking episode right there. Went solo on that ass for one hour. Okay, y'all. So listen, please suck it easy. All right. Make sure you stay ready. Because if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. And always remember, this is not your motherfucking practice life. All right. Yo, Lakey Lake, take us the fuck out of here. Peace. <laughs>